0: Welcome to It's a Mimic with your DMs, Adam, Dan, and Terry. Welcome to It's a Mimic. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, okay, I got another one for us, okay? Uh, let's roll initiative. Uh, I'm going to win. 20. I'm going last? You're going last. Uh, no, this, this dice is broken. Uh, all right, so, favorite spell. It could be a cantrip, any level, doesn't matter what's the spell that you want to see. If you're going to pick, it can be from Arcane or Divine, what's your favorite spell?
1: What do you guys think? Does it have to be? I know there's a lot of spells, but what do you guys? Does it think have it? to be from Fifth Edition? Yes. Okay. What do you lean into? You, you, I'm you love it. your darkness. Hmm. You, yeah, dude. I would say, like, if I was to put money on this on the table right now, Terry says darkness.
2: Hmm. I'm gonna change my answer actually <laughs> to darkness because I did have something else, but we'll get we'll get back to that later on maybe. But I love the uh, I love like I had played an arcane trickster before he died. Thanks, Adam. I love playing, I love screwing <laughs> with the environment. I do. I it's love- like
0: that's a fresh wound or something. I love-,
2: <laughs> I love silent spells. I love all those like different ones where you can mess with the environment. And darkness is my favorite one because it causes absolute chaos sometimes, all the time when I use it. For example, we were being surrounded by sharks on the ocean. I was on a raft with the paladin and I went. Boop. we're dropped in darkness and we're just gonna float towards the shore, which we did. She hated it because she was useless, but mm-hmm. I kept us alive. <laughs> You're welcome. So I like screwing with the environment. Darkness is one of my favorite ones because you can really uh it can really just change the tide of about screw everything up, throw a bit of chaos in there, and that's what I love. That's okay. what I love about D. For me, Hex. Oh,
1: I, oh, Hex. I is good. I love Hex as a spell. I, I love, love its versatility. As well. a as, as a warlock, it is such a key uh spell that they get. Um, I like that it's got the add a little twist of so the warlock for no save hexes someone and they get a disadvantage on a any one of the six attribute checks mm-hmm. for the duration until mm-hmm. it moves on. And if you're a hex blade, <clears throat> you have your more powerful hex, which gives you health back when the, the target dies. Yeah. yeah like I I, I I love hex. I love the flavor of it. Um, I disliked the name of it when I ran my holier than thou paladin warlock character and just called it a mark.
2: Yeah, mark, that's what you yeah, mean. Yeah. Uh,
1: just because I don't I don't f- think like a celestial warlock should be hexing things. <coughs> um but I, I, I love hex. I think it's it's incredibly versatile. It's incredibly useful. It's funny, the first time I ran across it I just thought it was a
0: uh a bastardization of Hunter's mark but it's so much more than that.
1: It's so yeah. much more than that. And like I would almost say Hunter's Mark is a bastardization of hex. No, it, it's more. Than they're that their too. own thing. Yeah. They're they're very clear their own thing, but they're similar. Well, we had a ranger and we
2: used to basically the, the whatever whatever we just thought was the strongest enemy usually would have Hunter's Mark and hex on them at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh okay, so mine uh, and th- I'm g- I'm thinking outside the box on this one. I almost said Magic Missile. Shout out to Magic Missile. Is just Shut being shout out to Magic Missile. The, the single greatest uh, or most versatile attack. Skill, I wish Beholders had but, eight charges of Magic Missile in one of their eyeballs. Oh my god, that'd be. I would just
2: eyeballs just <laughs> nothing but
0: Magic Missile. All missiles. of their eyeballs yeah. are, are, are are Magic <laughs> Missiles. Yeah, and each one is cast at a different level. Yeah, <laughs> you guys will run into that now. That's brilliant. Okay, so I'm going with Reverse Gravity, because it's mm-hmm. one of those ones that is kind of both. Mm-hmm. First of all, you uh, it <laughs> you uh, reverse gravity in a 50-foot radius 100 feet high in a cylinder. Everything goes up there, it goes up, and they just start to rotate. And that's it. Uh, you can make a deck save to grab onto a fixed object within reach. But if you're in an open field, there is no fixed object, up you go. You are 100 feet in the air, and you are just... Uh, oscillating <laughs> mm-hmm. up there. You you can do nothing else. You just rotate up there and you can still cast spells or shoot arrows or whatever, but up you go. Yeah. And then the spell ends and down you come and that is 10d6 damage when you hit. So you are just immediately getting rid of anybody that charges or grapples or anything else on the, yeah. on the playing field. The, your, your, fight, your fighter, your melee characters, bye. Yeah. Yep. And the spellcasters are still up there, but then you hit them with 10d6 uh, and if they kill you, they plummet. Yeah. right so it's this like damn if you do damn if you don't I love reverse gravity you don't play I don't play with it enough if I were to play a spellcaster I want one with that yeah. there
1: are very few sayings that instill absolute fear into a player's heart and having your DM sit at a table and say I don't play with a reverse gravity enough is definitely one of those <laughs> phrases as well as behold it with magic missile eyeballs yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay so uh, roll again let's do least favorite spell 16 botched 8 darkness right off the bat (laughs) cannot stand darkness what what are you talking you never said anything this whole time (laughs) so we
2: just have opposite opinions on this so
1: darkness i don't like because it brings in party politics into a game i've had entire uh, entire combat encounters that you nullify the entire not you the the royal you the caster nullifies the entire party by casting darkness in this one area it makes you completely useless. There is an entire strategy around you can do silence, though, as well.
2: I know what well, you're saying, yeah.
1: yeah, and, and silence. <laughs> we had a character that was
0: blind. He got blinded by a magical effect. Last year, we were playing in a previous campaign. A couple of campaigns ago now. Um, and then we cast silence on him as well. So he couldn't <laughs> see, he couldn't hear. And he, did, he ended up giving up in the middle of battle just eating pies.
1: <laughs>
0: because, it's exactly what you're talking about, though. Yeah. He became useless. Yeah, and right? it's, and it's and
1: absolutely nullifying, and it's a... First level spell, second level spell, second level. Like it, you get it so quick, and it it neuters everything. And like, there's an entire party, uh, entire player build around warlocks and darkness, where they'll walk in with the devil's sight, cast darkness in a room, and just solo an entire encounter. That's great. But it it your party members don't benefit, don't gain a benefit from it. It shuts down a thing. It gives, uh, gives enemies uh, the ability to hide and run, Mm -hmm. and. Unless you, it's like immediately dispelled, like if it's a surprise, you know, or the, patented, the patented black bomb where you throw darkness and then hit him with a fireball in yes. the same spot. You that's only, brilliant. I you owe like $10 that. just for saying the <laughs> patented black bomb. But, but <laughs> if, that, if that darkness is not immediately dispelled, you know my little gnomish ranger is sitting there cursing your name because I can't shoot inside of it. Yes, I'm you now, can I'm though, but, sit but you're in
0: 5th edition, so you are shooting with disadvantage
1: and that's mm-hmm. it. Sure, yeah. You just give me a great idea
2: if ever I have darkness again. If my character is ever blinded, I'm just going to darkness on the floor just to even the playing field yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I love that idea. Well, it's like your Daredevil, character. We
1: your Daredevil character walks in blind and burnt f- now it's an even playing field. He flips the light switch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I love that idea.
0: Uh, okay. My least favorite is actually... Mm, I'm going to... This should be no surprise to anybody. As a DM, I dislike the the spell wish. Mm -hmm. it is game breaking it's unnecessary no one sits there and goes god i can't wait to get the wish spell unless they're looking to end the campaign
2: yeah Yeah, i i I, what i would say on that is if it if wish wasn't there would we miss it really
0: no i would have it be an ability that maybe a a high-powered jinn could have or maybe there's an item that has it which is why i've removed it from my campaigns just wish is not available yeah. You cannot have wish. And like, I, I've replaced it with minor wish. So you can do something. You can wipe out a scar. You can change somebody's mind on something. But it's minor effects. Yeah. There used to be minor wish in previous editions. It doesn't exist anymore. So I brought it back and I killed the big one. Mm-hmm. Because that should be the reward that you get at the end of the campaign. I wish this dragon had never existed. There's no limitation on this. Yeah, you're right. So and it's, it's just too NPC, much.
2: A big M- the NPC. Yeah. Big, yeah.
0: So, so wish is just too powerful. And there are four or five other spells that are like that, but which, of course, is the biggest because it's it's reality warping. The other ones that are in the same vein that I dislike, but which gets gets the the ultimate uh, shout out for being the worst, revivify.
1: Yeah. Right, I, I was At, I was debating between remove right, and a artists. third level spell. Yeah. Are you out of your mind? That's for, because that just pretty much means that nobody
2: dies.
0: Yeah, like uh, unless it's done. Spare the dying. Yeah, spare the dying is another one as a cantrip. Yeah, spare the dying. Are you as as a out can of cantrip. your <laughs> mind? Greater restoration is fifth level spell. Like, uh, come on. I know that fifth ed is d and d on easy mode compared to some of the previous well, ones. Even
2: remove curse is a lower level spell, which well. is nuts. Third, so yeah, yeah or
0: which is nuts because if you're gonna cast. Bestow curse, and you're gonna hag that curses someone, and you just wait until you hit level what seven, eight? Like, eh, nah, never mind. Mm-hmm. This whole plot hook, this whole mission, everything we've done, we've gone off to find the MacGuffin to undo this curse, is just hand waved away. It's I'm just, a werewolf. No, you're not.
2: If the yeah, if the cleric or the paladin just gets a good night's sleep, they can wake up and get rid of it. They yeah, didn't prep it that day. Oh, it drives yeah. me insane. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So there are some things that, and I say this when I'm DMing. I will be upfront about this, hey, you got bit by a werewolf. This is what you need to fix it. <coughs> Remove curse will not do that. Yeah. So there have got to be some things, some limitations to these insane, overpowered reality warping Oh, you need some spells. sort of ridiculous
2: component, which is a side quest. To, which, which to is, is why spell, yeah, which is yeah. why
0: I'm so adamant about diamonds yeah. in my campaign for for resurrection stuff. So anyways, Terry what's yours?
2: Uh mine is, and it may take me a minute to get this out for the reason, and it's not really the spell, it's how the spell is played. So it I'll let you know right off the bat. It's it's pretty much divination type spells, particularly scrying. And the reason is because it can be done badly on the point of the DM, whether you're inexperienced or if you just don't like it. Now, if your campaign like ours is, is set out with the expectation of in this world, divination, teleportation. Is is done it differently. You'll have weird effects. That's 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 the expectation everyone has from the start. All of the spellcasters know that that's what it is in this world, so it's okay. But if that expectation is not laid out, if it's just you're playing a game, it's so subjective. You can be like, I want to scribe on this person, and it's been done in the past. The DM would be like, That's really inconvenient for me, so your spell is not going to work. The way you want. But if what we do is the expectations laid out, we know it's going to be that way, and so it works. Well, I,
0: I I hate scrying for the exact same reason. For, from a DM perspective, scrying ruins the surprise. Mm-hmm. You guys don't know where the big bads are, what they're doing. What you know in my campaign, the world moves on without you, and if you don't do the thing mm-hmm. in time, then the consequences are already laid out. You are changing the course of history mm-hmm. because you guys are the epic heroes yeah. or anti heroes in this case. Yeah. But with scrying. I can't do that anymore, right? You guys have taken away that 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 intrigue, but I can't just say no. You can't do it. It has to be a yes, but it, yes, you can.
2: But and for us, we've laid it out as an expectation from the start, so that everybody knows it's it, divination magic works differently. Um, yeah, teleportation yeah. works differently.
0: There's a cost to it, right? But when
2: it's not like that, when it's just. When it's just, we all think everything's normal. I want to scry on this person. That is my right. This is the spell that I have. And it just becomes, oh, shit, that's inconvenient. Oh, yeah, you don't see anything. You can't do it. Yeah, your tier three,
0: tier four level play now is just a matter of, oh, we know he's over here and he's doing this. Shall we teleport in? Let's teleport in. Everybody's got their spell. We've had our short rest. We're good. Everything's good. Yeah, bang. Darkness. And then we make a wish and it's done. Yeah, right. right.
2: (laughs) So I like the idea. Of uh, scrying, I don't think should be um, FaceTime as it is essentially. Yeah. I think it should be uh, brought in visions, almost like riddles or maybe flashes, objects out of order.
0: We yeah. had we had those uh, those items, the hearings. Yeah. yeah. So so that you could hear, um, you had essentially a cell phone that you could talk to the party members with, but you can't find out what the other person's going to do. They have to they have to get this piercing put in their ear yeah. to yeah. be able to communicate. I find that level of divination is fine, yeah. but I think you're right. Scrying is. They're high magic campaigns, and I'll tell you this right now as a DM, if I'm going to allow you guys to scry, then by God, the bad guys are doing it before you yeah. are. Yeah. And they're going to have things, and this is one of the things, I don't know if I created this or if this is a 3.5 thing, but if you put uh, unicorn blood in the mortar of a building, it's scry-proof.
2: I don't know where that came from, but yeah, I like it. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I don't know where I grabbed that from. I've been doing that for years. Mm-hmm. It has never come up in this campaign or the previous one, but I've, I've just had that in the background for years where Unicorn Blood is anti-scrying. Mm-hmm. And there are other things, too, that you can have anti that's. I think, that's, I think and... that's
1: actually in 3.5. Yeah, is, yeah I think I think so. There There's something about Unicorn Blood there. I think, yeah, so it's not, it's <laughs> not it is a little bit the spell, but it's more
2: of how it's, played it can be done so because it's so subjective and i think the expectation just needs to be clear from the start
0: okay so okay. so speaking of su- of subjective and clarity and whatnot let's move away from the player's handbook away from the from the books let's talk about the the last um category i want to get to before we end this incredibly long yeah that,
2: that, that's starting to clock on this uh, is multiple trips to work
0: yeah no it's fine it's look people will come back because terry and i are great so the... <laughs> and
1: Dan Thanks. is wrong Dan is wrong so, Dan I hope that whoever edits that leaves so that <laughs> in huh? it's like Terry
2: what is your favorite race it's just Dan's voice gnomes <laughs> it's just, it's, you it's, are right it's Dan doing a
0: British accent <laughs> gnomes this, this weird half British half Canadian thing from 10 it, years it, it ends Canada. up Jamaican by the end of exactly. it exactly Thanks for listening to It's a Mimic. Enjoyed this teaser? Want more? Follow us on social media or visit itsamimic.com. The official first full episode premieres January 29th, 2019. Be awesome and tune in.